You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. And today we're doing our weekly recap number 50. Can you believe Fifth, it? Half a year. I mean, half a, a hundred. Half of a... That's very A hundred weeks is Almost like a lot of months. That's a lot is of it months. Two years? That's way more than two years. 52 weeks, well, right, yeah, in a year. Yeah, so but that we would be do. more than two years. Yeah, wow, crazy. So we're, wild. But we've already been doing this for over a year now, but it's kind of, you yeah. know, miss weeks or whatever. <laughs> but today we don't have a whole lot of news today, so what we're going to do is we're going to do something fun. We're going to go over the news we have and break that down. And then we're going to go into and we're going to rank something I don't believe we've ever ranked before yeah. on this podcast. So it's going to be really fun. So stay tuned for that and what that is going to be. So you guys know is we're going to rank our personal ranking of the Star Wars movies we have. The y'all, y'all deserve to know the objective truth. The truth it matters of the matter. Think, so. Right, right. So about we're going to give you that. <laughs> uh, before we do that, let's get into some news that we have. And today's news is Marvel just released the slate of what the What If Season 2 episodes are going to be. Okay. There's going to be nine total episodes, and okay. some of these, I'm just like, why? See, my, <laughs> see, I don't know what he's about to say. You don't I, know I, any I, of them? I, No, I didn't hear about oh, this. Oh, this is really cool, then. So this I'm is actually really, really awesome. I'm really excited to hear it. This is good. Some of them, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Others of them, I'm just like, why? But okay. we'll, we'll get into All that. Right. Later, and then we'll, we'll talk about after we get through them, like, what are some what-if episodes we need, me. right? Yeah. All right, so first one, the first one is one that was bounced off season one due to schedule and time changes being, what if Gamora killed Thanos, okay. right? We knew that one yeah. would be in this For season sure. as well. We already knew that one. So right off the gate, that one. Um, which I think would be an interesting I think it's a, one. I, I think, think, think that's a cool, cool idea, one. yeah. For sure. And the next one is, what if Captain Car... Car- what if Captain Carter found the Hydra Stomper? Um, this is going to be huh? a continuation from last season where she found the Hydra Stomper with Steve Rogers mm-hmm. in it and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a Winter as, Soldier. As much as I love my girl Peggy, her episode was by far the weakest, I felt like, in the first season. In the entirety? So. I, I think it was. The I can't remember uh, yeah, all the episodes not now. but It didn't help it was the very first one. It, that's true. That is true. Okay. But it's going to be a continuation of that. It's supposed to be like Winter Soldier vibes. Okay. I don't, you know. The next one is an interesting one. What if the Tesseract landed in a Native American confederacy? So it's <laughs> <What>? like. <laughs> Where did that idea come know. from? I have no idea. That, it's that supposed to be a Native American confederacy before the colonization of America. And this is the one that will introduce Kaori into the MCU, a new Native American superhero. So, like, they're fighting, like, the, the pilgrims on the Mayflower with the Tesseract or something. I don't know. Possibly. Over. You never see a Thanksgiving I mean, just because they're, yeah, there's no Thanksgiving they're now. wiping them out with the Tesseract. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. This right. is an, definitely an interesting one to explore. I don't know where this is going to lead, yeah, but that's... I guess I gotta be careful doing this too, like depicting like a Native American how are they culture as right. like corporate Disney. Yeah, it's, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see <laughs> how they do that one. Odd. Next one is what if Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne fought the Red Guardian in the eighties? Mm. Interesting. Also, one. not bad. Yeah, I really like, did like the Wasp. Hank Pym. Oh yeah, e- uh, episode like last. Oh, that was really epic. Cool. Like if Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne is as Ant Man the Wasp in the eighties against Red Guardian, David Harbour's Red Guardian. Yeah, kind of cool to explore. Okay. See, so you know we'll go with that one. Is this, David Harbour gonna be in it? I would, he he voice voice. Character? I would assume he would. I would assume he would. That'd be cool. I would assume. He, I don't know if uh, Michael Douglas and uh, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer would Pfeiffer, voice theirs, yeah. but I, I think he would. Okay. Next one is actually probably the most what if scenario that we would ask, and that one being what if Yondu delivered Peter to Ego. Hmm. I think this one is definitely one I would like yeah. to have seen. I, I wonder how the it would have shaped out. Mm-hmm. That could have gone anywhere, man. It could have gone. So would Peter be like a full force celestial evil being? I don't know. He'd be unstoppable. He would be. So that's going to be an interesting okay. one to explore. I'm for that one. Next one. I don't know why. What if happy Hogan saved Christmas? 
<laughs> this makes no sense. I don't know. It's supposed to be like part of Iron Man three. Like, what if something like a continuation of that? Yeah, but like, like they're giving him a hero role. Exactly. Huh. I mean, I love it's, Happy Hogan, but like you know, I mean, I listen. I really like season one, but season one didn't have like any of like the like the most comedy one it had was like the Thor one. But like yeah. all of its episodes were centered on those Avengers slash superheroes. I don't know. It's interesting. You know? All right, next one is: What if Wanda grew up watching musicals instead of sitcoms? This is real. Honestly, <laughs> no, honestly, I think this is a cool idea. You think it's I cool? Mean, well, because they, you know, they touched on it in WandaVision. Yeah. Like, WandaVision happened because as a kid, like, she, she would watched use sitcoms it as a, an escape, right? right? So, what if your whole WandaVision scenario would be completely different? So, what if, if Westview, happened? we get Agatha all along again? Well, exactly. Right? Like, you would see that, but it would be, it might just be like an animated version of I mean, WandaVision mm-hmm. as a musical. That might be interesting. It c- I like musicals, so I mean... Elizabeth Olsen just running around singing. <laughs> I doubt she's going to voice it, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Next one, I think, is a very intriguing one, and that being, what if Odin and Hela fought Wenwu with the Ten Rings? Mm. That's they, they, were, they were clapping. That's what I was like. saying. Like Wenwu got no chance. Yeah, he got no chance. The Ten Rings are powerful, but... Odin, Odin and Hela, and Hela, no way. Yeah, that's, man, man, Thanos waited till they were dead, like for a reason. Literally, you know, they like, would, they would have been literally. Them. So you know, okay. Next one is: What if the Avengers had fought Surtur? Oh, wait, who's Surtur again? Is the he guy the, Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok, the big old fiery yeah. being? Ooh. Ooh. That might be That'd interesting. Be cool. to I mean, explore. the Hulk couldn't do anything at all, no, so. so they'll get stopped. <laughs> really? The, I wonder which Avengers they're gonna put in. I guess the original. I, I guess it'd be the original Avengers, but I don't know. Okay, we'll have to wait and see. So those are the episodes. Those are the nine episodes. And me personally, there's no like zombie episodes. There's no zombie. I thought episode. they were doing well. They're like, doing the whole oh, show. Whole but show. if they, I don't know if they canceled it or not, they haven't mentioned it in a long time. But I hope they still doing that. I think that'd be that cool. was one of my favorites. I love oh, the yeah. zombie. Oh, it was so cool. But this, it's just like some of them are interesting. Like, what if Yondu delivered Ego? What if Gamora killed Thanos? Yeah. Um, some of those are really interesting to me. The other ones just don't feel. Like, what if questions fans would ask? Yeah, like, I would never ask half of these questions. I think the biggest one that they should do is what if the other side of the population got snapped? Mm. Like, I think that had been so cool to explore, right? Yeah. You, like, have Black Panther and Falcon and Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange Wanda, those characters fight against Thanos yeah. and Ooh, the original so Venom. You yeah. know, all of those characters. I think that would be a cool what if scenario. That's a cool idea. And then there's other ones like, I don't know. Uh, I don't. What, can you think of any other one like, that would be a really cool one to ask? Honestly, I think um, like maybe like a what if like what if Iron Man like didn't take the didn't take the snap mm. over somebody else, and I wondered how that would have shaped that up would, anything. That would be really cool as well. No, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, like like you said, like some like I said, some of these sound really really great, but like mm-hmm. the other half, they just sound like fillers, kind of more fillers you'd see like in a twenty episode season. Yeah, but like we only have nine. So like, why wouldn't you? Why would you like, put it with stuff we want to see? We want to think about what if, like, what you if know? this? What if that? What if uh, Loki picked up Mjolnir or something? You know, like yeah. some stuff like that. You know, something more along those lines. What if we never got Brie Larson? <laughs> yeah. What if Ultron won? You know, Ooh, stuff like that. That'd be cool. I mean, that'd be cool to see. Or what if uh, Quicksilver never died? You know, some mm. of these things like that. Rip. That would be interesting to see. I don't know, but we'll we'll have to wait and see with yeah. that as well. All right, now for the moment some of you may have been waiting for. We are going to rank our Star Wars movie. So we've got 11, to- technically 12, but we're not going to rank the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. Um, technically, we don't really want to count it since it did not get a theatrical release. But these are the 11 movies that went to theaters that we'll, we'll break down for you guys. So should we start with one this time to be a little bit different, or should we go 11 to 1? Mm, I feel like we have to start 11. 11, It kind of right. ruins like, the surprise. It does. Like, it does ruin the surprise. No, All right, bad. you want to go? Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> coming in last place, I think this movie is awful, is Rise of Skywalker. This just feels like the most Disney out of all of them, personally. The thing that pissed me off the most was just the whole bringing back Palpatine. Like, mm. yes, I understand he's a big bad guy, but it was clearly established that he was killed. Bringing back the whole cloning thing, we see how they've tried to, since, like, remedy that. It just, it, it wasn't satisfying. It was cheesy, the whole fight with Rey at the end. It was yeah. just, and the whole Rey Skywalker thing. It was just, it was just Disney-fied, and I mm. didn't like it. Okay. All right. My number 11, this may be controversial, may or may not be. I have Attack of the Clones. Mm. I really do not like this movie that much. I mean, yes, it has some cool moments, like the Dooku fight with Yoda and then Obi-Wan and Anakin. That's really awesome. That's my favorite part of the movie, and that's really all the the only part of this movie I really like. I think a lot of the rest of it just feels very... It just does... The dialogue's not that great. dialogue's terrible. CGI (laughs) sucks. That's a George Lucas special. (laughs) Um, A lot of this stuff just did not fit very well. The Battle Genosius, you could argue, is really cool. But I feel like the Battle Genosius was not appreciated as much as it could have been. I feel like it mm. could have been done better, yeah. in my opinion. And I just think there's a lot of stuff, the whole Anakin... Anakin was just bad in this movie, to be honest. Like, yeah. This is not the Anakin we know he, he, love. I mean, um, I feel bad for Hayden, because it's just I, I terrible He just was not away. that good here. Yeah. And so, I have Attack of the Clones 11. Sorry, but I, I do. <laughs> I respect it. And number 10, I have uh, Last Jedi. Um, this film, obviously, would be a lot higher if they didn't switch directors halfway through. Yeah. Like, I can't think of a single good movie like where that's happened and the movie was actually good. Actually really good. Um, but, I mean, like I said, it just kind of destroys the character, mm. I believe, at least of Luke Skywalker. Um, but it has some good moments, some great fights, some great CGI, great cinematography. But, like I said, there's just like a clash, clearly a clash of visions between the two directors from it. So... I'm putting it at number 10. I agree. And I, I will clarify as well, like, you know, these movies, 11, like 11 through eight, I would say are like, just not that good to me. And then seven through like six, I have, they're pretty good. Then yeah. five and up, I think they're, they're amazing. Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm branching it off with these as well. So my number 10, I have The Last Jedi mm. as well. I agree with everything you just said. I think if it, if you look at it through the eyes of it's not a Star Wars movie, it's a pretty decent movie. Yeah. But you can't do that because it's Star Wars. I know. It's so based in Lauren. You can't do that. And the fact that it's Star Wars, it ruins so much. Like with Luke's character, I completely agree. It, this was not Luke. You know, I wasn't watching Luke. I was watching Mark Hamill. And I didn't like <laughs> yeah. it. And it's just a lot of this other stuff just did not make sense with the overarching theme of the movie and what it should have been. They did Snoke dirty. The whole character there. I think they could have made Snoke awesome, but they yeah. just failed. So 10 is Last Jedi. Uh, number nine, I'm going Attack of the Clones. And for the same reasons you said, I mean, the dialogue is terrible. The pacing is terrible. The CGI is bad. I think the only really good redeeming qualities it has are it has some really cool lightsaber fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it obviously expands more into, you know, Jedi and the Sith. But there's not too many redeemable qualities about this one. And all right. I can remember about it is that Anakin don't like sand. So <laughs> That's I'll put it at number nine. It's <laughs> coarse. coarse and rough. It's rough. <laughs> at number nine, I have Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Uh, I have it for the same reason. I personally like this movie better than Last Jedi. Just because I just think it's cooler to me. Like, that's really the only factor I like. I think a lot of the stuff, I agree, the whole Palpatine returns was awful. But at the same time, I enjoyed seeing him back. And I thought that was kind of cool. I enjoyed certain aspects of this movie. But then again, it just did not redeem it over the quality. Like, for example, Kylo Ren turning to Ben Solo, I thought was a great part of the movie. I think that was well done for what it had, but it could have been better. And I feel like a lot of the rises of the Skywalker's problems was it was trying to fix last Jedi. Mm. And if it didn't have those problems, I think yeah. it would have been a lot better. Been a lot better. And they just kind of fumbled with those things. And that's why I have a number nine. Number eight, I'm going Phantom Menace. Uh, this is one of the first ones I saw. Obviously I bought it for like 25 cents at the garage sale. Yeah. Um, but 
I mean, kind of the same reasons as Attack of the Clones. Like, the, the dialogue is not great. Um, the CGI is decent. Mm. I, I also think the pace in this movie is kind of odd. Um, but obviously the best part, one of the coolest parts about it is the lightsaber fights. Oh, I mean, yeah. who, who could forget Qui-Gon and, you oh, know, the Obi-Wan the versus fates, Darth Maul. Oh. The, the score, everything. It's not It's not a bad movie uh, at all, but I do think there's seven better than this. Or yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah. At number eight, I completely agree. I have Phantom Menace as well. <laughs> I think from <laughs> now on, go. our lists are going to be pretty similar <laughs> relatively. But Phantom Menace, right? Eight, it, it's not the best. Same reasons as Attack of the Clones. It, it maintains that same vibe as yeah. Attack of the Clones. But the redeeming qualities of it, Qui-Gon Jinn is incredible. Oh, dude, yeah, Liam right? killed it. I, he carries the movie, in he my do, opinion. He really does. He does, and he's great, <laughs> and we sh- we need more of Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Uh, also, the Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Luke, uh, not Luke, but Obi-Wan fight is just amazing. In my opinion, it's the second best lightsaber duel yeah. in Star Wars. Obviously, It's amazing. The duel of the fates in the background is just incredible. But the other stuff, you know, a lot of people hate on this movie mainly because of Jar Jar. I personally like Jar Jar. Dude, I, think I know it's controversial, funny. but I know we grew up, we were kids when this movie came out. Yeah. A lot of the people that were watching were adults. They like, hated, hated him. But for what it is, it's okay. So I have it at eight. All right. Number seven, I'm going solo. Hmm. Uh, this movie, I don't think it's like great, great, but it's not bad. Yeah. Um, at, at times it can be boring. Uh, it's sure. a cool backstory for sure. And I think they do a, a good job kind of respecting the Star Wars legends and not, you know, kind of get in the way of other movies. Uh, but for a prequel, I think it works well. But like I said, it's just at times it's just not as appealing as it could be. But I, I do think it's pretty decent. Okay. All right. Coming in at number seven for me, I have The Force Awakens. I think this movie was actually pretty good for when it came out. I, when I After watching the theaters, I remember being just disappointed, mainly in the Han Solo death. I thought that was the only wrong part of the movie. Yeah, that They hurt. executed that wrong. But other than that, it's a solid movie. Like, it's enjoyable. I mm-hmm. would watch it again. It's entertaining. Kylo Ren was a really good villain. Yeah. And all, everything else going for it was pretty good. The hypeness also brings it in because it's the first Star Wars movie in so many years. Yeah. You're bringing back all these old characters from the eighties that you haven't seen since in return of the Jedi. That was all super cool. So force awakens at seven. Uh, my number six, I'm going Force Awakens. Yeah. Everything you just said, this is clearly the best of the Disney trilogy. Uh, it sets up something really cool, right, with the whole Finn, you know, about to become a, a, a Jedi kind of thing. Ray's a really dope character. Kylo Ren, I think, is, is the best part about this movie. Absolutely. Um, it's the best part about the sequel trilogy. I, dude, he is so freaking cool. I thought, like you said, they brought back the characters in a great way. Obviously, it hurts when Solo died, but I can see what that did, because I know he probably didn't want to be in that no, movie he anyway. Um, but no, this is generally good, and it just, it makes me disappointed, because it's I feel like if they had kept that same kind of consistency across, it could have... It could have been solid trilogy. Yeah, it been amazing. So, Absolutely. I'm, number six. All right. For my number six, I have Solo, A Star Wars Story. Same reasons as you. I think this movie was definitely a sleeper because nobody thought it would be that good after because it came out right after The Last Jedi in May and everybody, nobody went and saw it, unfortunately. And it deserved more love than it did because this movie was fun. Yeah. It was super fun to watch. Darth Maul was back in live action at the very end. That, that saved it. And obviously this movie was supposed to get more, but it didn't because of the fact it didn't do well at the box office. The only thing that makes me mad about this movie is the fact that Han Solo got his own solo movie and Obi-Wan didn't. He got mm. a show. Oh, that yeah, kills me. They rushed that. Uh, and they the rushed it, thing. and it would have been so much better as a I movie. Know, man. But other than that, it's a fun movie. I would recommend it to people. It's great. Six. Number five, I'm going Rogue One. Mm. Uh, this movie is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I think the best part about it is it just fills in the gaps, right? Yeah. It right. fills in the gaps about the Empire and how the Death Star and all that, you know, all that stuff came to be. It's emotional, it's mm. well written. It the characters are really well uh, fleshed out. Man, it had me in tears at the end. Uh, I really enjoyed Rogue One, and I think it's a top five Star Wars movie. 
Absolutely. And I have for number five, Rogue <laughs> no One as well. <laughs> Rogue One is a fantastic movie. It's the best movie since Disney Star Wars. Mm. I think everyone could agree on That's that. True. It's the the last 30 minutes of that movie is some of the best Star Wars content there is. It's so good. The Vader hallway scene was incredible. Mm. And Vader being back after all these years, the movies yeah. was awesome. It's so cool. And the first time we'd ever seen Vader besides, well, I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters, but yeah. the first time a lot of new fans a, got a to see Vader, pup in I was a little, little tiny dude. But yes, Rogue One was an incredible movie. Uh, nothing but good things. So number five. Uh, my number four, I'm going A New Hope. Uh, right, the the very first Star Wars. Uh, this movie is good. It's a classic. I mm. know. Like, what else can you really say about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. That's all I got. <laughs> Coming in number four, I have Star Wars: A New Hope. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> New Hope. It's it's a fun movie. I yeah. mean, it started it all. It's the one that did it, and it's very much space western, which I loved, and it's definitely. Uh, stood the test of time because yeah. it came out in 77 and even looking back now for it to come out in 77 it's impressive yeah uh, the visuals the everything about it and the story was just really really good and it brought in a lot of those stereotypical characters and stereotypes that it had like yeah. the lay with the buns and the the whole you know the trash sequence and all these amazing scenes that it included that's just now iconic to these yeah. days and i love it so number four is new hope all right number three uh, and it does pay me to put this at three because this was my childhood, right? And mm. you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but it's Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Um, <laughs> if we're talking just how good the movie is, I think there's a very good case that A New Hope is better. But number three, Revenge of the Sith was my childhood. Uh, by far, it has the best fight scenes, right? In mm. any. Absolutely. Um, in, obviously, in any of the movies. Uh, Order 66 is so cool to see. Mm. Um like I said, I I grew up with this one. I mean, I mean, it's George Lucas. the The dialogue is is dumb as usual. Pacing is questionable at times. But like, I don't know, man. This movie was so big for us kids at that time. So I'm putting it at number three. Absolutely. And for number three, I have Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith <laughs> as well. I mean, this movie again. It's probably controversial because so many prequel Star Age Star Wars fans are like, oh, "That's the best Star Wars movie there is." It's not. It's not. Okay. It's, it's not. A, it's fan service, and it's yeah, incredible it's in that service. aspect. It's a, the, one of the most fun to it's watch. The funnest movie yeah, to definitely. watch. Absolutely. However, it's not the best movie. No. This one, I mean, it's got so many things going for it. The lightsaber fights, like you said, are amazing. The Anakin Obi Wan Mustafar fight is the best Star Wars. It, like that is the coolest Star Wars scene ever, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's the best Star Wars scene. In fact, like. There's rumors that we're going to be able to see different images of that in this week's episode of Ahsoka, which gets me super hyped to think about as well. Wow. But Revenge of the Sith, it's so much fun. It builds into where how Vader came to be and that whole history there, what happened in those situations. It's just a super fun movie. Not the best, but it's really great. So it's number three. Number two. Um, ooh. Number two, I'm going to go with uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm. Uh, I... I want to put this one. I enjoy it more than Empire, but I don't believe it's a better movie. But this was also... I think this was the second one I watched as a kid. Yeah. Um, the old VHS. But I think this movie is like essentially near perfect. I mean, it's a classic. Just the whole, you know, Luke mm. story coming back, you know, resisting the darkness, beating right. his dad, and com coming back to good, defeating the Emperor, all, the, all that jazz, man, the whole... Endor fight, dude. It's it's perfect, man. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. All right, coming to number two, I also have Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and an incredible movie. I mean, this movie is, I think, probably the one that made me a Star Wars fan. 
the whole Luke and Vader fight at the end mm. with the green red lightsabers going against it with Palpatine right there laughing in the in the background was just incredible to me as a kid. I used to like when I was watching this movie, I would look forward to that scene when Luke yeah. grabs his lightsaber. Uh, that just it's gives me so much hype and chills to think about that scene. And just the run of the mill the rest of the movie as well is very, very good. Uh, a lot of it was just very fun and entertaining to see the Empire finally fall. And all of those was just makes it a really great movie. So I've returned to the Jedi number two. Number one, you already know, it's Empire Strikes Back. Absolutely. I think first and foremost, like there's a reason why it's like in that I'm to be like what top fifty? Fifteen. Top, is it fifteen? Yeah. I mean, obviously it, it's a classic. It's one mm. of the best movies uh, you know, the last 30, 40 years. Um personally I like the fact that the bad guy wins, right, in oh, this yeah. movie. I think it serves as a perfect sequel to the first one because... Oh, it's the perfect it, sequel. It pushes the characters better. Uh, mm-hmm. It says some really cool storylines and then, you know, ends with the bad guy's winning. So you're desperate right. for that conclusion. But it works great as a standalone itself, too. Absolutely. You know? I And I have number one, Empire Strikes Back, as well. Empire is just... It's one of those movies that you... There's no flaws. And it's so good. I, I love... The entirety of the film, the you know the Yoda Dagobah part is incredible. I always mm. love that, yeah. and it's comedic too. And I just love seeing Yoda there. And I mean, you could argue that this is the best sequel of all time. Mm. It's so well done. And I look over at Dark Knight while I'm saying that because I actually the think Godfather that Dark too. Knight is a better movie than Empire. However, I think Empire serves as a better sequel, hmm. if that makes sense. Because Dark Knight and Batman Begins, you could argue, are completely different. Yeah. And they don't really clearly. connect as much. Yeah. So with this, it's a great sequel that leads into it, and it's clearly better than A New Hope. Hmm. It's just such a well-done movie, especially for 1980. And I have nothing but good things. And the, the reveal, man. Well, you can't talk about Empire I know, without man. the reveal. I mean, I just would love to have felt with those fans yeah, felt. how they felt how did they feel they had no idea half the cast had no idea except for Mark Hamill and then um Darth Vader himself yeah. um the only ones who knew and and George Lucas so it's That's really crazy cuz i remember in like an interview uh Harrison Ford looked over at Mark Hamill and said he's what <laughs> he didn't even know either yeah and the fact that all of this stuff it's just was so incredible empire is number one that's a man but that's i'm surprised at how similar our list was. Uh, very similar our nine through eleven they were all flipped and then our seven six, and six seven were, six flipped. were flipped and then our other five up was the same. five up was the same wow. so you Impressive. know what okay so it is the objective truth it is the y'all. truth <laughs> what y'all saying. heard <laughs> Alright guys, if you've enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Our podcast, Here's in the Moment, is available on all major podcast platforms, so check it out. If you want to stay up to date with our social media, check out our Instagram at Here's in the Moment. And we just want to thank you all for listening, and as always, we love you 3,000.